Steve Bauer Show, final segment for a Thursday. Before you know it, it'll be Friday, and then you'll be well into the weekend. So just get through this next 10 minutes with us, and we'll be okay. I actually feel like it's kind of Friday now. Yeah. Okay. Kind of is. Right. Are you already on your edibles? We're in that transition. Been on them for a better part of the day. Okay. NASA, let's get all sexy-like. It's about to. Um, it. I didn't realize, I didn't think, I've never thought about this. I've never taken time to consider well, nobody this. nobody ever does. Because no. you, all you think about, like, when you see, you know, Star Wars, and uh, there's seemingly on the Death Star, there's some level, you know, of, and frankly, at every element there, even in the spaceships, there's some level of gravity, right? I mean, they've got it set up with their, whatever it is, the gravity boots, whatever. So they've got gravity. You don't really think about what's really <laughs> happening in space. And then the fact that no humans don't get all technical on have ever had sex in space so far, they're saying that that's going to change now. And with the proliferation of space... What is that, the 100-mile high club? Well, we'll get to that point. That there's soon going to be a proliferation of space sex due to tourism. And that wow. private space firms, including Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin, Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic, they're now offering civilians the chance to venture into space for a hefty price. But this new era of space flight is going to create what they call the Carmen Line Club. In other words, while you have some professors of bioanalytical technology, like at Cranfield University, hey, way to bore this up, Doc. He's calling for urgent research into the consequences of sex in space. I say, is that any different than the consequences you have from a one-night stand over the weekend? I think not. Did you just say he's got, it's urgent? Urgent. He's calling for urgent research into yes. the consequences of sex space. Jake, I think what he's trying and he's to say. he's volunteering too, isn't he? I've never taken a class with him. It's weird that he asked uh, of all people uh, for, um, I mean, if you're going to choose Megan right. Fox, if she wanted to go up to space, but to order her to go, I thought that was a little weird. And, and then a little much, I believe yeah. for him to order a 50-gallon drum of chloroform, also a little weird. I would still order Heather Locklear. Of course. Oh, see, I would go Heather Thomas. That's because of the poster I had in my room for so long. That's but true, yeah. There, I, I'm guessing I've never taken a class with Dr. Cullen at uh, the Biolanical Technology at Cranfield University. But my guess is he's saying, look, people are getting up into space. We're going to be moving to space here at some point. We should find out what the consequences of say is it can you get pregnant? Is it impossible to get pregnant? Can you know, can you even function correctly up there? Or do you need to reach out to Frank Thomas and or Doug Flutie? We don't know. Right. He says, my colleagues and I believe that space tourist companies haven't adequately prepared for the consequences of people joining what we will call the Carmen Line Club. The Carmen Line is the boundary 62 miles above sea level that marks the beginning of space. So hmm. it's not going to be the Mile High Club. It'll be the 62 Mile High Club. It doesn't have the same ring. doesn't. It really just sounds like you're making it up. Go seven more miles higher. Right. Now you're talking. <laughs> While sex in space has yet to happen, Professor Cullen claims that the sexual interactions themselves aren't the real concern. Well, that's good to know. Instead, he says research is needed into the impacts of human conception in space, saying that early orbital space tour fl tourism flights are expected to last for days to weeks. Only Your kid looks weird. It's a space baby. It's a space baby. Oh, is that what yeah. happened? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is that a space baby? Yeah. The way the head's all misshapen like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, would they be, uh, I mean, if, if your baby's born in outer space, what nationality? 
I don't even know if you are. Do you still have? I mean, that's if the baby's born. If it's just conceived in space. Yeah, yeah, but but if it was born in space, right? And you're technically above America. Are you officially in American airspace? I don't know. I don't think so. We you're, need to figure that out. You're too. a child of the world, is what you are, literally. You're a child of the universe, I guess. Right. Hmm. That'd be weird. It's um. So at this point, they're even. That's a little too early to make any kind of call on right now they just want to know what the early stages of human reproduction what that could look like in space yeah, can you get what that looks like like can you get knocked up in space is one of the big questions that they want to find out here so just steps at a time then eventually i guess of course if, you could if you get knocked up in space well i don't the know biological do, yeah the, but the you're woman, not the, the there's man. no gravity there the bodies don't work the same you've heard about how astronauts have come back after a year in space like they've aged or they haven't aged like you know what i mean there's things on their body change what what yeah uh, what's her name? The the um the husband of the woman in Arizona that was shot, Gabby. Uh, uh, Gabby uh, Barrett. No, uh, but her husband who went into space, the twin, uh, and now he's a, a senator, I believe. Um, you go into space for a long period of time. It the the way that there's no gravity on your body parts, right. like loosens up on your joints. It takes a while when you come back down to Earth to actually walk around because you've been up in space for a period of time and haven't had that kind of need to walk around, right? You've been floating around up there. Also, I mean, does does everything in your body still take the same path or not? We don't know. Oh, good Lord. Right? Okay. Do you know? I, I think it's pretty, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty obvious. You get up there and uh, same thing you do on Earth, uh, it's just going to be a little bit you know, less weight. We presume, but also I, maybe not. Maybe okay. maybe the swimmers don't swim because there's no gravity. Maybe they're just floating you, you around still in there. You go to the bathroom, right? But even that becomes the thing, right? You because no, your body's able to. But what's happening inside somebody else's body is a totally okay. different thing. Wow, I'm just saying. I, look, we all presume. So that how that's long the until case. you think this is going to happen? I don't. I think it's going to happen relatively soon. My guess is that in the next five years they'll have somebody attempting to conceive well they can do that in just a weightless space. they've got those they've got those buildings in nasa and they right. also have them, i think uh somewhere in florida where the uh notice how there's uh, been no uh rumor on whether there's been any pregnancies there right well but spacex has a facility and they have the same um engineering stuff that they have in nasa where they can perform yes like you know um, what is that weightlessness and, like, and do all the stuff do they have enough plastic tarps that's the question <laughs> wow all right, um, let's move on. Great smile, though. Yes. Jana Clinton was sitting on her back porch watching her son, Charlie, 11 years old, fish in a pond behind their house in Oklahoma this past weekend. Suddenly, Charlie started yelling for her. He was screaming, oh, my God, Mom, oh, my God. She rushed down, she told NPR. She thought he was just being dramatic, to be honest, because, you know, what 11-year-old isn't dramatic. Sure. Then she got close and looked at Charlie's alarmingly weird catch. Obviously, being in a neighborhood pond, we were just used to catching a few bass or catfish. She said, I mean, nothing with human-like teeth. Boom, boom, look at the fish, Jake. Wow. Those are shockingly human-like teeth. That's like, like my grandfather's bottom row of dentures, but on a fish's mouth, 
that her son is holding open the mouth with his thumb. What in the world? Turned out that Charlie had landed a paku, a fish that's a cousin of the piranha and whose outsized teeth have long struck fear in swimmers. But the pacau is a native of South America, meaning they don't get good dental work. (laughs) Yeah, right. This one. Now, if they were an Alaskan or Canadian fish, they probably would. Totally. If they were in, if they were Norwegian, they'd have spectacular fish and probably or teeth and probably floss every day. But right. this one originally from London, family was, and then eventually they just don't have good dental work in South America. This one was swimming in a small pond in the Clinton suburb of North Oklahoma City. Well, maybe it's the Oklahoma part that does this. Point is, son said, Charlie said, put up a heck of a fight, mom. She told NPR, saying their son reeled the fish in on his own. He was the only one down there fishing. And he did a great job reeling this very crazy human mouth-like looking fish in. No word on if he cooked it and fried it. And it looks like, if I just focus in on that, it looks like my 11-year-old daughter's bottom row of teeth. Except wow. they're more, my daughters are more white than that. But. Wow. Check her uh, her tongue and make sure there's no boat, <laughs> you know, little uh, hooks in there. Hook marks? Yeah, I'll have to... Yeah. I'll have to look at that. I don't know if you'd want to... Do you mount that fish just because of the mouth? Oh, God, yeah. You have that's to, right? A, that's a party talk right there. That I mean, is. You can put that up on the wall, and every party you have, people are going to ask about that. And I'm imagining, because they're not showing it, that it's maybe just... Maybe some dude had sex with a fish, and this is, you know, part man, part So fish. you're saying this is a little bit of evolution happening in the pond in Oklahoma somewhere. Send it up in space, <laughs> see if you can have sex. Like, if there's one... There's one dude in Oklahoma like, all right, fish, it's Friday night. You're doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. You're good. Let's see what happens here in a few years. You're real good. And this, this fish is what happens when you have sex in space, Jake. That's that's what we're learning here. That's the comedy. Way to bring it all back home. And there it is. All right, coming up. Nothing. Nothing. Show's over. Yeah, we're driving home. That's what's coming up. This is it, folks. We are done. See you tomorrow. See Good night. You. Bye. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. It's going to be okay. Jake and Bauer.